I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast, For the Health of It, episode 63. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Today we're going to talk not so much about nutrition like we usually do. We're going to talk about stress management. Now I know that could be, oh my gosh, we're going to talk about yoga and breathing, eh, maybe a little bit. But I want you to understand what happens when someone's under stress. And what does that mean? Is it just emotional stress? Is it physical stress? Is it chemical stress? We're going to talk about these different things and how you can take control of these things because that's the key. I want you to take control of your own health. I want to naturally get you well and keep you well. So in school, and this always amazed me even when I was way back in grammar school and high school, we're taught math and science and biology and gym class, whatever it was, but there's three things we're never taught. Number one, we're never taught how to handle finances. And I hope that's changing in schools now. How to make money, how to get a job. Number two, we're never taught about how to have a relationship. Now, I'm not just talking about boyfriend, girlfriend, or husband, wife, or whatever your choice is there. But what about me and my cameraman? What about me and my producers? What about me and my secretaries? What about me and my patients? So I want to kind of cover a little bit of that too, because your stress level, you can control in many cases. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. And the last thing, and this is what I'm hoping these shows help with, is how do you take care of yourself? These things, I mean, you might have a little, you know, a, a class where you talk about maybe hygiene or something like that, but really get into it like we talk about on these shows. And that's why I want you to listen to these shows. And if you want to watch more, listen to more, go to my website, drjoe.com. We have well over a thousand podcasts there. Audio, you can download them on SoundCloud. Uh, we have video, we have YouTube. So whatever you want is there because some people learn visually. Some people learn from auditory input. So whatever way you learn, we have it. We even have a blog that I keep. If you like to read, we have it all there. So the podcast, everything is there on the, on the website, drjoe.com. So let's talk about stress and the three types of stresses we want to address. There's emotional stress, there's chemical stress, there's physical stress. Now the emotional stress, we can talk a little bit about, but we may not have a lot of control over that. Someone who you know dies, it's a horrible tragedy. Maybe a relationship ends, horrible tragedy. Uh, number one stress, according to Hans Selye, researcher out of Canada, did a lot of research in stress management. Number one stress is death of a loved one. And I think we can probably agree with that. Death of a loved one is the number one stress. What do you think the number two stress that we can experience as humans is? Moving. Isn't that weird? Hans Selye measured things like cortisol levels in the body. And cortisol is a hormone that's produced when you're under stress. And moving was number two. Now, not just moving to a new house. How about moving to a new job? Moving to a new relationship. So these are things that we may not be able to control. Maybe you go to work tomorrow and you get fired. Well, it's a stress you didn't have a whole lot of control over. But you can control the chemical and the physical, which makes the emotional a whole lot easier. Got that? All right. So let's talk about that. When you're under stress, your body releases something called cortisol. We talked about that. Uh, your adrenal glands produce a chemical called pregnenolone. Pregnenolone becomes DHEA. DHEA, if you're healthy and working normally, becomes your sex hormones, testosterone, estrogen, progesterone. If you're under stress, 
the DHEA becomes, pregnenolone becomes DHEA, becomes your sex hormones. If you're under stress, it becomes cortisol. Which means what? You're producing more cortisol, less of your hormones that you need. And when I say to sex hormones, you giggle, <laughs> testosterone, estrogen, progesterone. Let's talk about some of those. Testosterone. We think about testosterone as your muscle building hormone, also your romantic drive hormone. Well, testosterone is important. It does do all that, of course. When we talk about muscles, not just your biceps and your triceps. How about your colon? Colon's a muscle. How about your blood vessels? They're muscles. So if we start to lose our testosterone levels or lower our testosterone levels, our muscle, not just strength muscles, but function muscles are now affected. How about your heart? It's a big issue, isn't it? My father, unfortunately, had a heart, a heart condition. He had rheumatic fever when he was a child, was never taken care of properly. He should have had medical care, and he didn't. He came from a family of 10, growing up in Jersey City, New Jersey. You didn't go to the doctor. So he had rheumatic fever. It affected his mitral valve, the, one of the valves in his heart. So he had a mitral valve prolapse, and so he had a mitral valve uh, uh, put in. He had a, pla a plastic one put in. Now, my dad was deaf. A lot of you may not know that. My dad had an accident before I was born and fell off a ladder, broke his back, and fractured his skull, and he went deaf. So my dad never heard my voice his entire life. He's passed now. But he had a heart condition. Later in his years, 72, no, 74, I think it was. He was 74 years old. And they did a little PSA test on him and said, eh, it's slightly elevated. It's not cancer yet. But what we can do is we can give you an injection that will slow down your testosterone production so that the cancer won't grow. Well... I wish I was informed of this, and I wasn't. My parents went ahead and did it. They didn't want to get me upset. Thinking my father had prostate cancer, which he didn't. A couple months later, fell off the couch and died. What does that have to do with anything? When they lowered his testosterone, his heart didn't have the strength that it needed to keep beating. So he didn't have a heart attack. His heart just stopped. And so I found the medication they gave him, looked up the side effects. And one of the side effects was never, well, one of the warnings, never give this drug to anyone who has a heart condition. Too late. So this is why, again, I'm not against drugs, I'm not against surgery, but make sure you read the side effects when you're gonna have any procedure done, whether it's chiropractic or surgery or medication, and make sure you understand it. And you, had I read these side effects, I could have told the doctor, whoa, dude, this is not something you should give somebody who has a heart condition. Obviously, it proved to be true. So chemical stress, back to where we were, chemical stress, emotional stress, and physical stress. So if the body is under stress, it's producing a DHEA, and it, 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 the DHEA becomes your sex hormones. If you're under stress, you produce cortisol. So you may not know you have a condition that you need the testosterone to keep the muscles working, and it's not. What does cortisol do? Cortisol uh, causes you to gain weight. So if you're under chronic stress, it's really hard to lose weight. Anybody have that problem, aside from everyone? Of course you do. It's a big issue. And so if you're under stress producing this cortisol, you start gaining weight. So I can't lose weight. So what do you do? You get stressed out. So I'm going to go on a side little tangent here for a second. Being overweight can cause a lot of emotional stress. So one way to lose weight, of course, is cut back calories. And there's all diets out there. There's high protein, low protein, high fat, low fat, uh, the ketogenic diet. The new one is, uh, what is it, the, uh, the Arctic diet, I think it's called, where you eat a lot of fish. And diets don't work. And I've done many lectures on diets because I used to be overweight. I used to be fat. I have stretch marks on my chest, the back of my legs. So I totally get being fat. But a couple of things when it comes to eating, and you, let's assume you're on a diet, you lose some weight, whatever you want to do, and you're stuck. Let's, let's cover that today because I don't want to make this a whole diet uh, work workshop today. I want you to try something called intermittent fasting. Now, all of you should only eat 12 hours a day. 
So if you have your last meal at five o'clock at night, you could have your next meal at five o'clock in the morning. That's called intermittent fasting. 12 hours of not eating. Drinking water is fine. Teas are okay. Broths, vegetable broth is okay. But no food. That's not hard. That's easy. Have dinner, have breakfast. It's pretty simple. Now, if you're stuck and it's creating stress, I want you to skip dinner or breakfast, whichever one you prefer, twice a week. So you have lunch and you can have a late lunch if you want to, maybe two o'clock or whatever. And then I want you to stop eating until the next morning. And what that does is after you eat for eight hours, your body's burning up those fats or whatever those calories. After eight hours, your body goes into fat burning mode. So if you can do a 12 hour intermittent fast, you're giving your body four hours to burn fat. If you give it longer, the better off you're going to be. And sometimes you just wake up feeling fat. You ever do that aside from me? And you just feel bloated and fat. You just don't feel good. You know you ate something bad the other day. You had a piece of pie or whatever. You had cheesecake and you just don't feel good. Skip a meal, breakfast or dinner, and you'll be amazed how that kind of jump starts. Now do it twice a week and after a couple of days, it'll start to jump start you. And you'll be fine. I promise you're not gonna, you're not gonna starve. So the reason I got off on that tangent is because when we're talking about cortisol, cortisol causes you to lay down fat, which then causes stress. So if we can fix the chemical and the physical stress, the emotional stress is easier to deal with. We take the stress off the adrenal glands, and now the adrenal glands can start producing their normal function and not going into that cortisol stage. And one of the problems is when we get fat, fat produces estrogen, which is a hormone. Estrogen causes you to lay down fat, which produces estrogen, which causes you to lay down fat. See the little cycle you get caught up in there? So we got to be careful with this whole cortisol thing. And cortisol has a ton of other negative side effects. I'm just kind of, I don't, I don't want to dwell on it forever. But high levels of cortisol associated with Alzheimer's disease, diabetes, heart disease, certain cancers, a bunch of other serious illnesses. One half, a study I read, one half of all doctor visits in this country are due to stress. I submit that's wrong. I find, I've been in practice 34 years now, 100% of the patients I see I see because of stress. Now, my team, we're a team of chiropractors. We have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge in the Atlanta area. And people come to us with neck pain and back pain and shoulder pain and car accidents. So yeah, that's a physical stress, obviously. And we, we do very well with that. We see a lot of patients with digestive issues, acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating. That can cause a lot of stress. Your stomach is supposed to sit below your diaphragm. And if your stomach is pushed up against the diaphragm, you're not digesting your food properly. So now that can cause bloating and gas, but if you're not digesting your food properly, you're not absorbing your nutrients properly. So physical stress, stomach being spasmed, causes chemical stress, not absorbing my nutrients properly, which then makes it harder to deal with emotional stress. Follow that? It's pretty cool how we went down that little, that little rabbit hole there, isn't it? So we've got to make sure that the body is functioning the best it can physically and chemically, and you're able to deal with a lot of other uh, issues that you have. Let's talk about different things that you can do to deal with the chemical, emotional, and physical stress. Breathing is important. I know that sounds silly, but most of us don't breathe properly. When you breathe, you should, as you inhale, your stomach should expand. And then once your stomach is all filled up, then your chest should expand. Most of us take very short breaths. <laughs> We're just not getting enough air into our body. And so that creates a stress because we don't have enough oxygen. So what you can do is if you've never taken yoga classes, if you have, follow the instructions in your yoga class. But when you take a deep breath in, fill up your gut, make your belly stick out. And then the second breath you want to, as you continue breathing, fill up the lungs. And then exhale. And then once you think you're done exhaling, 
blow out a little bit more and blow out a little bit more. Really clean out the lungs and get that breathing going. If you do 10 deep breaths like that, you stimulate what's called the parasympathetic nervous system. Two types of nerves in your body. One speeds you up, called the sympathetics, and one slows you down, called the parasympathetics. So if we're under stress, we're usually stuck in the sympathetic mode. We're always stressed out, we're not sleeping, we're not eating properly. What functions happen under each one? Sympathetic speeds you up. Right now, listening to the show, uh, me doing the show, I'm in a sympathetic mode. You're in a sympathetic mode. You're excited, you're listening, you're learning new things. Parasympathetic is sleep, going to the bathroom, romance, relaxation. That's the parasympathetic mode. The body heals when it's in the parasympathetic mode, but most of us, if we're stressed out, we're in the sympathetic mode, and we're just not shutting down and letting the body heal. So by taking these deep breaths, you're stimulating the parasympathetic nervous system. All the organs in your gut, okay, your stomach, your spleen, your kidneys, your small intestine, large intestine, every organ except your adrenal glands, strangely enough, are controlled by something called the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is your parasympathetic nerve. And so by stimulating the, paras the vagus nerve, you stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system, which helps calm you down. That's why getting your shoulders rubbed feels good. You can get your bicep rubbed, it's nice. Get your, I don't know, your calf rubbed, it's nice. But the shoulders specifically, people, oh, that feels so good to get my shoulders rubbed. There's a reason for that. Your shoulders are controlled by something called the spinal accessory nerve. The spinal accessory nerve, your trapezius muscles here, your shoulders, the spinal accessory nerve is a parasympathetic nerve calms you down. So you're stimulating the part of the nervous system that calms you down. So as we talk about stress management, which we're talking about today, there are certain tricks you can do to kick in those parasympathetics and reduce the stress and help reduce the cortisol, which is the hormone that causes so many of the problems. With me on that? Exercise. Got to get moving, folks. It's very important. As a chiropractor, I look at patients all day, every day, have been for 34 years, seven days a week, I think, most times seven days a week. And structure affects function. If the tires on my car are lined up properly, my car goes the right way. If my tires on my car are out of alignment, my car goes crooked. Your body's the same way. So here's a little trick that you can do to help with physical stress. Next time you get out of the shower, don't have to need to have anybody around, stand in front of the mirror, close your eyes, and just rock your head around a little bit. So I don't want you, I want you to be like sort of off balance, so to speak. Hold on, of course we do this. Open your eyes and just look. Is one ear higher than the other? Is one shoulder higher than the other? Is one hip higher than the other? Even facing forward. Sometimes people are facing sideways. That's telling you there's structural imbalance creating stress on your nervous system and on your muscles and on your joints. So if you're gonna work out, and I think you should, by the way, I want you to make sure you're lined up properly. Because if you have bones out of place, you're building up strong muscles around crooked bones. I want you building up strong muscles around straight bones. You get a lot more out of your workout. It's much more effective. Why wouldn't you do that? And this is why so many athletes, professional, amateur, you know, weekend warriors, come to our offices. Because they say, Doc, when I'm working out, I want to hurt myself. And how many people say, I used to run all the time. My knee started hurting. I finally had to slow down. I had, finally had to stop because my knee hurt so bad. Well, you should have got it fixed when it first started so that it didn't wear out. Make sense? Yeah, so structure affects function. So let's talk about exercise. Maybe you like to run. I hate running. I was the slowest guy on my football team when I was in high school. I was the slowest guy on my swim team. 
I wasn't the slowest guy on the swim team. I was the slowest guy in the county. I remember going to meets and people standing on the side of the pool waiting for me to finish so we could start the next heat. So I'm not a fast guy, fast talker. So I don't like running. So that's not something I'm gonna enjoy. What do I, I like to hike. And here's a cool thing when it comes to exercise and stress management is hike on uneven surfaces. Because as you're hiking on an uneven surface, you're putting a lot of neurological impulse up into the brain, causing the brain to have to balance you. Now, I'm not saying, you know, hurt yourself and hike on dangerous areas, but hiking on dirt is better than hiking on pavement and hiking on something that's a little off balance up and down, even better still. So as chiropractors, my team of doctors, we're looking for the structural issues that can be causing your health issues. So if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, uh, if you've ever been in a car accident, if the car was damaged, you were damaged, get it fixed. It's a lot more than annoyance. Pain is telling you that something's wrong, creating a physical stress, raising your cortisol levels, increasing your risk of other diseases. So pain is not something you wanna jerk around with. You wanna get it fixed. So if you'd like to make an appointment to come see us, we have offices in the Atlanta area, Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. We would love to be your doctors. So go to my website, drjoe.com, and you can set up a time to come see us. Uh, you can do it right online if you want to. Call us if you have any questions. Uh, if you're not sure about something, number's right there on the website. We want to give you the best quality health care that we can possibly give you and help get the nervous system working, your digestive system working, and your diet straightened out. So if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, go right now, go to the website, drjoe.com, and we'll get you set up. Now, I do want to talk a little bit about this because I had a patient come in this week. It happens a lot. There's a lot of scam doctors out there and especially with car accidents. People will run to the hospital and, and say, oh, come see this, come see that doctor, come see this lawyer. I've yet to see anyone in 34 years of practice who ends up going to one of these clinics that ever gets proper care. Had a lady come in the other day, I went to a car accident, I got in a car accident, I had a lawyer, I want to come see you, but the lawyer said, no, you have to see my doctors, okay? I said, so how'd you do? She goes, I'm in so much pain, I'm worse pain I've ever been in, but they made me keep going. And then they closed the case and they settled it. And I said, I'm still in pain and I don't, they don't return my phone calls anymore. So get the care you need. And people say, well, my insurance doesn't cover it. It's not just chiropractic. Maybe you need surgery. Maybe you need a dermatologist, maybe an eye doctor. Folks, it's your life. With, with deductibles and co-pays, by the time a lot of those are paid off, most people really don't have insurance, to be honest with you. So if you have questions, make sure you call the doctor's office. Give, give them an explanation of what you have, but get the care you need because so many times people don't get the care they need and they always, always regret that decision. So back to exercise. We wanna make sure the structure is working and working the best it can to help to build up muscle and it keeps the body working and helps reduce stress. So again, I don't like running. So maybe you don't like hiking. What are some things that we can do to get exercise? Some of you may not be capable of doing certain exercises. Maybe you're in a wheelchair. Maybe you have a broken foot and you're limping. Do something. The simplest thing if you're just the average person is get yourself a pedometer, put it on your belt. Don't use the one on your phone because I've done shows on electromagnetic frequencies and phones and you can go to my website, drjoe.com, listen to that. Don't carry your phone next to your body. It gives off an electromagnetic frequency that affects the nervous system. And when I talked about this 15 years ago, hey, you don't know what you're talking about, that's insane, how could a cell phone affect that? Guess what? We put that in the Dr. Joe was right column because now there's study after study coming out about electromagnetic frequencies and how they affect cell growth, abnormal cell growth, cancer. If you put it next to your brain, it can heat up your brain, cause brain damage. Never let a child hold a cell phone next to their ear. I'm 
Don't want to go off on a tangent. It's on my website, drjoe.com. So get yourself a pedometer, put it on your belt, and I want you to do 10,000 steps a day. Now you're thinking to yourself, 10,000 steps a day, that's insane. I can't do that. Yes, you can. Most people do about five or 6,000 steps. So you're real close. So what do you do? Well, when you park at my, we come to my office, let's say, park in front of the building and walk around to the back. Take the stairs instead of taking the elevator. Go to the mall and walk around if you have to. Uh, get outside, get a dog, take your dog for a walk. Shoot for 10,000 steps a day. If you do that, that's the equivalent of a 20-minute aerobic workout. So instead of going to the gym and working out aerobically for 20 minutes, you can just do 10,000 steps a day, and you don't have to do it all at once. That's the whole thing. You can do little bursts of exercise. You might laugh at this one. When you're brushing your teeth, how long you brush your teeth for, right? Two minutes, say yes, okay. Get your electric toothbrush and just do squats while you're brushing your teeth. You got two minutes of exercise right there. And you're building up those big muscles in your leg, your gluteus muscles, your leg muscles, your quadriceps, your hamstrings. Those are the muscles that stabilize your hips and prevent the spine from moving out of place. And if the spine moves out of place, you can pinch nerves and that can cause pain. And if bones are out of alignment, they rub up against each other and that's called arthritis. Osteoarthritis is mechanical. Rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune disease, another lecture for another time. But if you have osteoarthritis, you have joints out of place rubbing up against each other for years. That's physical, physical stress. So if bones are out of place, if muscles are spasms, just put them back in place. It's not that hard to do, folks. That's what my team of doctors, we've been doing for, gosh, a combined well over 100 years of experience between us. So if you're sick and tired of sick and tired, being sick and tired, just come see us and we'll get, we'll get you taken care of. Your personality has a lot to do with your health. And so I want you to start thinking about how can you be in a better mood? Because some people, you, you know these people, you live with them, you work with them, maybe you're married to them. Life just stinks. They're miserable all the time. And a study, it's an interesting study, it was done out of uh, uh, Maryland School of Medicine, found that laughter and a good sense of humor resulted in protection against heart disease. You had a lower risk of heart disease if you laughed more often. So how simple is that? And here's the thing with laughing. When you laugh, your body releases a chemical called endorphins into your brain. Now endorphins make you feel good. So when you're laughing, it's not just the laughing that helps, it's the endorphin release. Remember we talked about nerves and how the nervous system controls in the brain. And also when you're laughing, you're tightening up your abdominal muscles. So it's a really good workout. So next time you have the opportunity to laugh a little bit, laugh harder. Exaggerate your laugh if you have to. Try to make yourself laugh. And when you do, those endorphins are gonna be released and you, your body's gonna tighten up those muscles, especially around the core, because that's a hard place to work out. I know, I'm getting old, I know what it's like. So laughter is a great way to work all those core muscles all at once. So force yourself to laugh. It's gonna be something that's kind of cool. And try to stay away from stressful situations. I know personally, I like to watch a little bit of the news, get the highlights, and then I'll switch over. And there's so many TV stations now, and YouTube, and uh, uh, Hulu, and everything else. You can go back to some old TV shows if you liked. You go back to old MASH episodes, or uh, some old uh, uh, Frasier episodes, whatever it is. Uh, that's how old I am. But something that you found entertaining. And you don't necessarily have to laugh hard, but at least it's entertaining, it's getting the body working. Uh, music therapy. Okay, I've got about another minute here. Find a music that you like and listen to it. Now, the, the softer, more classical music, some studies show it can help a little bit with brain function. 
But when you have the opportunity, you can play some music. Now, personally, I can't play music if I'm working because I have trouble focusing. I guess I'm just looking around, ooh, shiny object. So I gotta, I gotta focus. But if I get a song in my head, I always go to, I look it up and I play it because that's one way to get it out of your head, by the way. And it's kind of cool because sometimes it's, you'll, you'll be in a situation, a song will come to your head, it's kind of neat. A friend of mine studied Indian medicine. He was a, a, a meditation guru. And he said, think of the song that's running in your head and see how it applies to your moment in time. It might be giving you advice. And I thought, that's kind of interesting. That's just a little fun thing to do. But we've got a lot more to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about uh, muscle relaxation, how to do it, uh, and how to get the body more relaxed. So we're talking today about stress management. Got to go to break, folks. If you want to come see us, uh, our, our team of doctors, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge, the Atlanta area. We would love to be your doctors. We want to work on your nervous system, your digestive system, and your diet. So if you want to make an appointment, go to my website, drjoe.com, and you can make an appointment there. I didn't talk much about food and supplements. I'm going to talk about that next. The minimum amount of nutrients you should take every single day, minimum, Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. They're two powders. They taste great. I just ran into somebody before I came in here. They said, Doc, I don't know how I live without that stuff. I'm so glad I met you and got these products. It's spectacular because most of us are deficient in nutrients. I take them at least once a day. I think you should too. Those are on the website, drjoe.com. We also have adrenal support. We talked about the cortisol levels. I take adrenal support as one of my other supplements as well. All my supplements, my books are on the website, drjoe.com. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB Radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.